What up everyone, this is your host Joel Sid and you are tuning into Crypto Chain X podcast. So today we'll be talking to Nitin and Tony. They're the founders of a decentralized ownership exchange called Moonax. And they were gracious enough to take my call late at night. So this call took place around 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning. And call quality is not the best. So I just wanted to let you guys know, please bear with it. And I did my best to enhance the quality as much as I can. But I think just the input quality wasn't the best. Some of the insights that Nitin and Tony shared, and I like the philosophy that they have behind this overall project. Here's the founders of MoonX Decentralized Ownership Exchange, Nitin and Tony. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm talking to the founders of MoonX Decentralized Ownership Exchange, Nitin and Tony. So, Nitin and Tony, could you please walk us through what exactly is MoonX and a bit about your backgrounds as well? Yeah, thank you very much for inviting uh, for the podcast. Uh, myself and Tony, we used to work together as investment bankers at Chunkong China International Capital. Our way, we were investors investing in several unicorn companies across the world, uh, starting from Series B all the way to the pre-IPO. Okay. Where we found, where we found uh, the world was quite unfair uh, for the regular investors. So when a company goes public, all the investors, they go, they do cash out. So your public are not benefiting from uh, this particular methodology which has been created to make only the rich people much more richer. And then uh, at the same time, what we saw in the crypto world, uh, the technology was quite immature. And then uh, most of the exchanges, what you could see on the planet, are right now, it's kind of good college-level projects, but uh, not uh, stock exchange technology, which has been applied. Yeah, so... Uh, I being a hedge fund uh, a simulator at the same time uh, analyst, okay. and I, I used to develop Monte Carlo models in the past, where I have seen, uh, I have developed a lot of uh, algorithms which usually trade in the microsecond arena, but whereas uh, uh, the crypto uh, exchanges at this point of time, they are in the millisecond arena, which is like a thousands of times slower oh, than the yeah. real technology. And then at the same time, you uh, you hear now and then this everybody get hacked and the hashing algorithms are quite bad. So we thought of uh, starting uh, enterprise-grade uh, architecture. And at the same time, uh, we wanted to provide the best quality technology um, on the planet, what it would be available. So we were very fortunate enough to find a team uh, from top quality exchange. At the same time, people from the stock and bond markets hedge funds. So to come together and form a team where these people have a lot of ideas in the past. They have been working for over 30 years in the industry. So they know exactly what to be implemented. So 
uh, when a company like uh, Nasdaq, uh, where there are 600 people working in a core tech team, but uh, one engineer or one top engineer's idea is not encouraged because uh, they are too big to change. The old, old legacy system, they have invested yeah. Yeah, billions of dollars. Yes. Whereas they applied the new ideas and we were able to break through uh, the barriers and we were in a nanosecond arena. Uh, we were quite surprised when we got this particular thing. This has been uh, validated by top technologists on the planet, including the CEO of Intel. Interesting. Very interesting. That's good. Good background. What about you, Tony? Like, what, what's your background? So we are schoolmates from one like school called Changkang Grandly Business School. So it's a special business program funded by the rich guy uh, Li Jiacheng from Hong Kong. Okay. So he founded school specialized for the future leaders, so like business leaders in Asia. So actually, we are schoolmates there. So we met each other in uh, Changkang Grandly Business School and then started our investment banking and investment business since like three years ago. And actually, like, one since one year ago and the beginning of last year, 2011, we began to invest in, in crypto. So actually, for us, we already incubate and invest in more than 10 different ICOs before. And uh, also take a very active role in China, U.S., and uh, obviously in the market. So we cover the three, the biggest crypto and uh, TMT market. And the thing that, so a little background information, so about so our company, so our, 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 our ICO right now. So one thing that, like Ethan said, uh, the centralized exchange right now is doing some like college student level product. And this from the product and technology perspective. And other things right now, because they are centralized, it's like a black box to outside people. And the moment they control the market and people don't know what's going on in the exchange, and also people who finally making money is from the exchange owners and the investors. Actually, who real contribute to exchange, uh, like didn't get benefit from this. And also they have to suffer a very high commission fee. And also for ICO deals, they have to suffer from a high listing fee. So we don't think it's fair to like the new uh, crypto industry. And also crypto exchange is very ironic right now. I mean, the centralized one, because right now, they claim they are doing something which promote decentralized and all open and more open and fair and fair ecosystem. But actually, exchange are already the centralized hub, which which actually is hurting this industry. So we don't think this is very fair, and this is not good for the future of crypto. So we want to tokenize. So right now we are pure tokenized exchange. When that, when we we are talking about uh, like decentralized exchange, we don't know, we don't mean. Like right now, we are adopting decentralized technology based on blockchain to uh, achieve a decentralized change on technology perspective. Actually, we are mean uh, we, we mean from the ownership, from the participation perspective. So uh, we adopt the special mining by transaction model. Yeah. Uh, people who are doing the real transaction actually they are the they will get reimbursements and also they will get the tokens and the real users will become the owner of this exchange. So in this perspective, we mean we are decentralized because it is decentralized ownership and not just the us, the funding members or the investors that control this, this, this product. Actually, it's the real owner and the users that control this product. Yeah, so this is why we call our decentralized exchange. 
And, and just out of curiosity, why Moonex? Like, why the name Moonex came about? <laughs> That's quite interesting. Uh, yeah. We started with uh, several uh, names, mm-hmm. and then we every coin uh, on this planet want to land up in the moon. Everybody want to go to the moon, <laughs> so we want to be the uh, moon, so that. We will set the benchmarks in the industry in terms of technology, user friendliness, and security, so all the top coins can land on a moon. Only the top coins. So that's where we thought <laughs> that is the philosophy. No, fair enough. Actually, that's that's what got my attention, Tony. Some some things that that you said, like about being decentralized, and this is actually being a financial grade as opposed to a college graduate project. Um, how is this different than Waves Exchange or IDEX or some of the other decentralized exchanges? Because right now they seem to have gained quite a decent amount of traction with their security, with their user base, with their community. So how is MoonX different than the ones they already exist? Yeah. Them? yeah. So the example you give actually is quite interesting because um, like we, we are also one investor of them. And they're actually quite familiar with their team. And with Waves they're or something. IDEX? Uh, yeah, IDEX. Oh, yeah. So you, okay. Yeah. So the thing that right now they are also doing something very interesting. And uh, so they, like before we run this exchange, actually we are pretty active in, in investing and incubating ICOs. The thing that through our observation right now, we don't think it's very mature. It's at a very mature stage for real decentralization change based on blockchain to be adopted by uh, the mass group of users. Yeah, because of the speed issue, because of the user experience issue actually is quite slow. And in terms of the product perspective right now, like centralized technology based exchange is more efficient, like yeah. for both the users and the crypto assets. So in regards so for this part, actually, we are not like, uh, we are different from them, like, because right now we are like, uh, to be frank, uh, like, uh, from technology and product perspective, we are one like uh, centralized exchange with code. Yeah, the thing that why we are decentralized is because the ownership part is the key. So, owner, so if we do some exchange with decentralized technology, but we cannot benefit our users and, and the real owners, actually, we cannot claim we are successful decentralized exchange. So and uh, so, but the people who are who are the users, they are at the same time also the owners. And, and uh, we also in the future will develop some smart contracts to let them enable them to do voting and make a decision. And this could be detail, uh, illustrated later in details. And uh, so in this re- regard, we say we are decentralized. But that definitely for us, we are we are not just a platform token like BNB. Uh, so actually, we are, we think BNB is just like the version one platform token, like Fcore maybe the version two platform token. Yeah, we are the version three yeah, platform token. One thing that because of ownership, other thing that so right now uh, for technology and the product perspective, we are centralized, but it's step by step. So we need to benefit and uh, fulfill the need of our real users. So in the future, we will also uh, adjust our part chain and also enable it centralized in the future in terms of both technology and uh, ownership. But this is one step-by-step process. We cannot be achieved like, very soon right now. And uh, from product and technology perspective, we think a user need centralized uh, technology uh, exchange more. 
right now. Yeah. Fair enough. I want to jump in a little bit more to a technical perspective. Uh, why decentralized exchange can't be done at this point of time? So in the past, when you think about when the computers came in, so each computer used to occupy a room which is roughly around 600 square feet uh, in a carpet area. Yeah. So like having a computer at home was a dream. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time, around 30 to 40 years to have a computer at home. So that's how it has started. Yeah. So at this point of the, the technology, what you're using on the blockchain, uh, it's a very slow process. Uh, when you want to process uh, orders, like um, 1 million orders at the same time, how would you be able to process in your mobile phone? Mm-hmm. It is impossible. Yeah. So you need to have very high uh, powerful processor, which cannot be done on the cloud. It has to be done on a processor. Uh, it should be in the data center some data centers are extremely advanced so one of uh, the one what we are building is like a cryogenic ones so where you need a extremely low temperature which is cooled by nitrogen liquid yeah. nitrogen yeah so where we are keeping our servers and we are keeping servers in uh, several locations across the world okay uh where uh, that, that place the transaction will happen eventually uh your mobile phone or the computers are going to be very powerful like a supercomputer right now yeah in the future. So we don't know what time it's going to be. Then decentralized exchange makes perfect sense. Else 15 transactions per second, uh, that is the maximum. Or some some people, they claim a little bit more, yeah. uh, but it's hard to verify. Unfortunately, decentralized exchange is out of question at this point of time. Like completely fully decentralized, just like you said, like where, where we can house the servers and everything. Yeah, in that sense, absolutely. Yeah, we are in infancy stages. I totally agree with you. So talking about since the investors and individuals who are trading, they being the owners. So when I was going through your white paper, one of the things that stood out was about 70% of the coin distribution is retained within the company MoonX and only 30% is being distributed in a span of eight years. Seems like the major control, even let's say eight, nine years later, MoonX will still be the central place where the, all the decisions will be like and fraction of that will be like maybe the voters will be able to vote in something so it's not truly decentralized from the ownership perspective well um, that's not entirely true 30 percent is going for the mining people uh, which is uh, mining by transaction okay so 20 percent are going for the early investors at the same yeah. time uh, for the people who has invested uh, in an ico so 50 yeah. percent is gone Okay. So another twenty percent will be for the people who have been developing. So that's going to be the founders, so or another ten percent will be going. Okay. Yes, founders and the people early joiners. Yeah. So and the people who have been helping us in terms of technology partners. Okay. So third party technology. Partners. So and the ten percent would be going for operations. So where we need a heavy investments uh, for servers, infrastructure, and other things. So. Another 10% would be going for fund of funds where we do uh, we will be investing in uh, top quality crypto funds. Those people will be incubating uh, social enterprises at the same time, a lot of good quality ICOs, which can help uh, the local people. One of the ICO we are incubating is called an AgriChain, where we are solving, uh, they are trying to solve, uh, not we, because we are just an investor of the investor. Okay. Uh, they are solving the suicide problems, uh, which is happening in 
southern and central part of india okay. where uh, they are working very hard using uh, artificial intelligence and big data and how the crowdfunding can help the farmer loan waivers so that is one of the thing and another 10% will be kind of reserve pool which are, which will act like a reserve bank or a federal bank yeah uh, that will be stabilizing the economy so technically the company doesn't own anything and we are not a company we are an ecosystem fair enough fair enough i actually just lumped all those 10% 20% and 30% in one thinking that's all being retained so fair enough you said that there's a cryogenic bunker that you guys are developing is that primarily going to be just for the servers or that's also going to be your cold storage and just like and i'm giving example of coinbase so for example right now coinbase is a centralized exchange different model than you guys but 20% of the funds on coinbase is online and those 20% of the funds are insured whereas rest of the stuff they have in cold storage are you guys going to be doing the same thing and reason i'm asking is when there are new investors coming into this um, space first thing they want to know is like okay how much of my money is actually insured like there are a lot of exchanges coming up right now uh, and we, we put our money into it and then they just disappear or they get hacked like what kind of insurance that you you guys have or do you even have something like that Thank you for tuning in guys. That was the part 1 of the interview with Tony and Nitin, the founders of Monex Decentralized Exchange. Please stay tuned for the second part where we'll be going further in detail. And be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and always do your due diligence. And please, if you're kind enough, go and leave us a review on iTunes. Your 2 minutes of your time really helps us out and that's going to be your thank you to us for this episode and all the effort that we are putting into this podcast and the site so again thanks a lot guys and have a wonderful day wonderful evening cheers